Welcome to Your Classical Storytime. I'm Lynn. Today's story, Mighty Mikko, comes from Finland and features music by Jean Sibelius. Once upon a time, a kind but poor young woodsman named Mikko came across a fox caught in a trap. He carefully set the fox free and was very surprised when the fox spoke to him. Thank you, Mikko. Huh? said Mikko. Ever after, Mikko and Fox shared their home and were the best of friends. One day, Fox said, Mikko, why are you so sad? Because I'm lonely, said Mikko. You should get married. Yeah, right. How can I marry? I'm too poor to support two people, so I can't marry a poor girl. And a rich girl would never even look twice at me. Fox said, Pshaw, you're handsome and kind and gentle. What more could a girl want? Even a princess couldn't do better. <laughs> Miko laughed out loud. I am serious, Miko. What about our own princess? <laughs> Through his laughter, Miko said, oh, I've heard she's the most beautiful princess in the world. <laughs> Anyone would be glad to marry her. You got it, pal, said Fox, and he set off to the castle to meet the king. Hello, your majesty, and greetings from mighty Miko, who begs you to loan him the biggest measuring cup you have. The king said, Who is this Miko, and why does he need such a large measure? Fox whispered, Shh, surely you've heard of Miko, mighty Miko? The king had not heard of Miko, but played as if he had. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Miko. Miko is about to start a long journey, and he needs a large container to, uh, measure something important. The king agreed at once and offered Fox a wooden measure about the size and shape of a bucket. Off went Fox toward home, dragging the large measuring cup behind him. On his way, he stopped at all the out-of-the-way places he knew people hid their money and dug up a piece of silver here, a few gold coins there. He stuck those coins in the cracks of the wooden measure. The next day, he returned to the king, gave him the wooden measure, and said, Mighty Miko thanks you for the loan of this measure, O king. The king was mighty curious as to what mighty Miko might have been measuring in such a large container. He gasped out loud when he saw gold and silver lodged in the cracks. Miko must be incredibly rich to be this careless with his money, he said to himself. Ah, uh, he said to Fox. I'd like to meet your boss. Have him come visit. Fox said, thank you for your invitation, but... We can't, just now. Miko wants to get married soon, and we're just about to head off to meet a bunch of princesses. The king knew if Miko were to meet his daughter before this journey, he'd fall in love with her. 
Please ask him to visit us briefly first. Fox looked embarrassed. Your Majesty, uh, please forgive me for being frank. The truth is, you're not rich enough to entertain Miko. Your castle doesn't have nearly enough room to accommodate his entourage. The king's eyes about popped out of his head, imagining the enormous wealth of this mighty Miko. Fox, can't he travel with a smaller group just this once? Well, said Fox, he either travels with the entire entourage or goes on foot, disguised as a poor woodsman. That, let's do that. I can offer him the finest clothes once he arrives. Okay, Fox said reluctantly, but smiling to himself. He shall arrive tomorrow, on foot, in his disguise. The next day, the princess was looking out her window and saw Miko walking to the castle alongside Fox. She sighed as she took in his warm expression and confident walk and said, You know, I think I could fall in love with him even if he were a poor woodsman. Later, she saw him in her father's best clothes, speaking comfortably and kindly with all the king's court, from the queen to the nervous young errand boy. When he spoke to her, she knew she could love him. Things moved quickly at that point. Miko proposed to the princess. She said yes. The wedding was planned, and then the ceremony was held. The day after the wedding, Fox went to high-five Miko. Did I tell you? Princess. Married. Boom. Miko said, Yes, okay. I'm surprised you pulled that off. <laughs> Good on you. But guess what? I can't live here in my father-in-law's castle forever. Fox told Miko of a huge and gorgeous castle a few days away. It belonged to an old dragon called Worm. Fox said, Invite the king to visit you at this castle where you and the princess will live. Miko said, Whoa, isn't the castle already occupied by a dragon? Trust me, Miko. I got this covered. Just follow the main high road until you see the spires of Worm's Castle. Whenever you see people working in the woods, the pastures, or the fields, ask them who they work for, and don't be surprised at what they say. And off he sped toward Worm's Castle. While Miko, the princess, the king and queen, and most of the rest of the royal court followed along much more slowly. As he approached the dragon's castle, Fox came to a forest where he saw ten woodsmen wearing matching blue tunics. When he asked them who they worked for, they said, Worm. Ah, that's too bad, said Fox. Why? Because the king is heading this way right now with a giant army to fight Worm and everyone who works with him. The only way to save yourselves is to tell anyone who asks that you work for Mighty Miko. Never ever say anything about working for Worm again. We are Mighty Miko's men! The woodsman yelled as one. Fox then encountered twenty grooms, wearing the same blue tunics, tending to hundreds of gorgeous thoroughbred horses. 
By the time he left them a few minutes later, they too were yelling, We are mighty Miko Zen! Fifty shepherds and farmers were soon joining the Miko chorus. Even inside Worm's courtyard, the soldiers and attendants swore they were mighty Miko's men. We are mighty Miko Zen! Finally, Crafty Fox went in to see Worm himself, who had been quite the warrior in his day. In fact, he had gotten all his land and servants and riches by doing terrible things to a lot of people. But he was now old and lazy and really out of shape. You're Worm, yes? Yes. <clears throat> I am the great and powerful Worm. Hey, that's too bad. Well, we can't all live forever, now can we? I should be going. Just popped in to say goodbye. And he scooted toward the door. Worm pinned Fox's tail to the floor with one of his thorny claws. He was, not surprisingly, a little unnerved by what Fox had said. Explain, please. Oh, gosh. The king's on his way with a huge force to destroy you and all your people. He slithered out from under the dragon's claw and toward the door. Worm was actually sick with fear. He knew he was past his prime. Please help me. I'll give you anything you want. Help me hide? I could hide in... in the linen shed. I could crawl under all the sheets and towels and blankets. And you could cover me and then lock the door from the outside. And the king would never find me. And I would be so, so, so super grateful. Okay, said Fox, but we have to do it right now. They ran outside to the huge linen shed. Worm crawled under all the sheets. Fox locked the door and then set the shed on fire. And that was the last anyone thought of the wicked old dragon. Meanwhile, along the road to the dragon's castle, Miko and everyone else were meeting dozens of woodsmen, shepherds, grooms, and soldiers, all of whom yelled, We are mighty Miko's men! When they arrived at the castle, Miko invited them all in, just as comfortably and simply as he would have at his humble little hut in the woods. There was a huge feast ready and waiting, and any remaining fears the king and queen had about marrying their daughter off too quickly were put to rest by Miko's easygoing and gracious nature. When the king and his court left a few days later, the king said, Your castle is so much more magnificent than mine, I'm a little embarrassed to ask you back for a visit. But Miko said sincerely, When I visited your castle for the first time, I thought it was the most beautiful castle in the world. The king was flattered, and his court loved Miko that much more for being so humble. Miko found himself with the beautiful wife he adored, a gorgeous castle, unimaginable wealth, all because he had done the simple kindness of freeing a fox from a trap. The End Thanks for listening to your classical story time from American Public Media. Explore the rest of our library at yourclassical.org.